One of my initiations was in college when my best friend transitioned, my best friend Nikki, when I was 21 years old. And that opened me up. It opened me up to a world of questioning everything and dissolving and dismantling everything I knew about my beliefs in what it means to be a human, where we go when we leave this earth plane, why people leave this earth plane potentially too soon, why there's hurt in the world, why there's suffering in the world. And through this quest, I began to attune to what felt like truth in my body in the form of my beliefs welcome home to soul shine radio i'm your hostess lindsay martin ellis embodied intuitive spiritual guide author and speaker This is your sacred virtual sanctuary where myself and heart-centered guest experts will be sharing through a multidimensional lens our innate wisdom, practices, transmissions, and activations to support you in navigating the integration of your spiritual journey and human experience. I am here to help you bring the pleasure, presence, and play back into your soul's evolution. To surrender into the great mystery so that you can embody your magic and become a magnet for miracles. And of course, to remind you of the gift in breaking wide open because it's the cracks that allows your light to shine through. It's time to unleash and radiate your unique soul shine because the world craves your radiant light now more than ever. You ready? Let's do this, love. eclipse week when this is released the full moon lunar eclipse in taurus will be happening i'm feeling like wired inside it's been quite an uncomfortable week for me and what's funny is i've been kind of like keeping it keeping it mellow i went out of town to go spend some snuggly time during Halloween with my amazing, precious little nephew, Preston, and got to be there for some of his firsts and was offline quite a bit, just being present and like basking in this childlike wonder. And I'm so blessed and so grateful. And I cannot wait at some point in the future to have a little like pure being of my own. And But it's very clear. So it's so fascinating I know that I want to become a mother. I haven't actually publicly expressed this. I know I'm having a girl. So mark my words. I've known it for a while. I have her name. I've had her name for a long time. (laughs) Um, It's like she's a a firecracker. And uh, there's some things that I get to like, there's just some things that both my husband and I get to get to do. And it's not coming from a place of fear. Like, of course, we're in full trust, but we kind of have this little agreement like, we're not worried about time. (laughs) But it's fun because I've been like, this is kind of what I do before I actually like move on something. I mean, I have been buying books. Um, It's so funny, like our cleaning peeps. I have all these books all around the house, like real food for pregnancy. And I read Spirit Babies multiple times. (laughs) And I just crack up. It's like, and I've talked about 
wanting to be a mom for a while. And I'm like, I wonder if people think we're like having trouble, but both Chad and I are just kind of like, yeah, it doesn't feel like it's the right time. But, um, but we also have conversations with our little spirit baby and we say like, we're in full trust. We don't feel like it's time, but of course, like this, it, you know, like I, it just feels like the whole process gets to be like, from this place of unconditional love, um, like just such a conscious experience. And Chad and I have had a lot of transition and a lot of change, like me leaving corporate, him leaving corporate, like there's just so much movement. And of course, like we would figure it out, but it just doesn't feel like that's, um, it doesn't feel like that's our story. Like everybody has their story and it just feels really important for us to have this stability, um, And I'm not worried about like biological clock. It's so fun. I've been researching all of this stuff about biological age and just like you have your physical age and how you can totally like transform your biological age within your body. And I'm having fun. I just bought this course called Holy Mama. And you know me, like I am all about bashing, you know, like the BS systems (laughs) of the matrix and just like literally the United States is a business, like literally our quote unquote healthcare system is a business. Like I, you know, it's like, I don't judge, but like, I don't subscribe to anything until I really feel like, is this true? Is this not true? Is this true? Is this not true? Like, is this society projecting their shit onto me? Like, up oh, geriatric pregnancy. I'm, I'm already 36 years old and all these people just keep asking me. It's really funny. I wasn't planning on going here, but I guess this is what (laughs) I was meant to talk about. You know, the amount of people that are like, oh my God, oh my gosh, are you guys not having kids yet? Wow. Oh wow. Like you guys are getting old. We've had that conversation so many times and we just laugh. You know, Chad and I, we came here to do things a little bit differently and show people it's possible. So I'm not worried at all. We're not having any trouble. Um, Like we know we want to be parents, but like the conscious conception part is well, like for us, it permeates well beyond like the physical act itself. (laughs) Like there's so much that I still want to continue to clear in my body and just continuing the emotional clearing, the physical clearing, the energetic clearing. There's just, it just feels like it's coming, but not quite yet. We're doing like a lot of pre-work. What do they call it? Pre- Premester, primester, something like that. We're in that phase. That just felt good to share because, you know, we don't have to explain ourselves to people, but I know, I know what my timeline looks like in the form of motherhood. And it just feels like we're going to do things a little bit later, a little bit of late bloomers. Um, Chad and I also have some exciting news, but we're not sharing it yet. And of course, we're not pregnant as I just you know, gave you this five minute preface. So you'll just have to stay tuned there. All right. So that was fun. No idea where that that like came out of left field. I think that's why I love the podcasting so much because I have no idea what the F is going to come out of my mouth. <laughs> Give a moment when I do these little prebies. Prebies. I just made that up. Okay. So where do I want to go from here? So when did I even record this? I have no idea. I went to Egypt in April of this year. It's now November. Um, Obviously, these podcasts are evergreen. So went to Egypt April 2022, actually during the last eclipse season. Now we're approaching. How funny. There's always like, I swear, a deeper reason why I choose 
the episodes like I do. So yeah, six months later, we're in this next round of eclipse season, which are just really like quantum little transformation portals <laughs> to support us in coming home to ourselves. And I don't want to get too much into it, but it's basically like all of this like wisdom came flooding in post Egypt and just like the synchronicities and a lot of really mystical stuff kind of happened leading up to Egypt. And I share a lot about it because I think a lot of times people, right, we have this severed connection with, again, I don't care what you like, insert whatever word that universal intelligence is for you, right? People have a lot of issues with the word God. It can be God, goddess Isis, for example, um, universal love, the universe, source, the divine. It doesn't matter. I tend to use the divine a lot. I don't know. It's just kind of what's been pouring through for me. So insert whatever that word is. I don't care. But, you know, it's like we have this severed connection with the divine, with spirit, right? Like with that spiritual source, with the creator, creatrix of all life. And, you know, so so I feel like a lot of people don't believe me when I'm like, oh, my gosh, these crazy things are happening. And the more that I start to, like, feel it and trust it and know it, it's insane. It's just insane. My days are just so magical. <laughs> and, you know, my days are mundane. There's a lot of routine and monotony, like, that comes along with being a human in the 3D. And so I just, like, inject magic into the mundane and create more highlights of amazingness in my life, right? It's like, I'm not waiting for a vacation to feel the magic. Like I'm going to create the magic in my home on a Tuesday while folding laundry. So, oh my gosh, I feel like I should have worn a sweatband, sweatband for this. I'm like feeling it today. Um, so anyways, I talk a lot about that. So what's interesting is I didn't realize this, but I had shared this story while teaching in my group program. And then I felt the, and then it was like the strong impulse, like share this with people, share this with people. And then I shared it in my Facebook group. I went live in my Facebook group, which again is where I feel safe because it's like, I, 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 I get to decide who stays, who's in there. It's a group where people say yes to me, say yes to, you know, like it's like-minded people, right? So I went live in there and then I'm like, I'm putting this bitch on YouTube. <laughs> and so I did and I just did it. And I felt like so in my power and I felt like this is what I need to do. And the response and the feedback was unbelievable from people that I didn't even think would really resonate with it. And that's when I'm like, oh, you know, and it's like, I keep going back to I don't need anyone to believe me. I'm not trying to like sway people or bring people to any side. It's it's like the people who want the support is who it's for. And I'm noticing like I'm not really getting a lot of backlash because it's truly how I feel. It's truly like that there is no hidden agenda, you know? Where I think a lot of times it's like people want to force their, you know, indoctrinated beliefs and institutions and all the things and conditioning on other people, right? It's like, I want to be right. And I want you to like, believe the same thing that I believe in. <laughs> right. So I think that's kind of neat that first it was like my group program, then it was my Facebook group, then it was, you know, on Facebook, my public page and YouTube. And now it's on my podcast being repurposed again, six months later with like even more understanding. 
And that feels so good for me because, you know, I, I've had a lot of like messages that have come through in prayer and meditation that I'm like kind of here to be some sort of oracle to leave messages for the collective in the form of like our spiritual evolution. And I'm sitting here like the human part of me and the part of me that has imposter syndrome and the part of me that's like not the most confident when it comes to this stuff is like, what? Like, what am I here to do? Are you sure? Um, But I think I'm just kind of like from this place of humility starting to claim it. And again, like not from this place of proving, like I just... I want to share what helps me feel better. Like I want to share what helps me feel more connected. I want to share what helps me like be excited to jump out of bed in the morning because what am I like, I don't know, what what is the day going to bring? Like what, what am I going to witness? Like what synchronicities and magic and miracles? And I don't know, like why would I not want to share that with people, you know? So that's kind of the the place that I'm coming from with it. And I want to mention, you know, this is on YouTube. The episode is on YouTube already. So you can go ahead. It's called, I don't remember, Messages from ISIS. I swear I feel like I'm running a marathon right now. <laughs> so jazzed. Woo! Okay. Take a deep breath, Lindsay. Um, so it is on YouTube because you will, if you want, you can see the pictures, the depictions that I'm referring to. But I invite you, like, you don't need to see with your eyes. This is a like a transmission, right? You you can feel it. You'll you'll be able to feel what I'm conveying through this episode. So it's like my invitation is, yes, of course, it's on YouTube and you can go look at it. But maybe you could do that after. But the invitation is like, what would it look like if you could see with your heart, right? Like through your heart center, and feel it before needing to see it with your eyes. Like, can you see it with your mind's eye, right? Can you see it with your heart center? Just a fun little invitation. Okay, how many minutes in are we? 12 minutes. I think I'm going to go here. Okay, I'm telling you, during eclipses, they say you're in like full moons. They say you're either tired or wired, Mine's a little, I've been very wired this last week. (laughs) I can feel my insides kind of buzzing. So I think that's why I feel like I'm running a marathon. All right. So this feels important to share. So this was back on October 20th. What what are we in? We're at the beginning of November. So a couple of weeks ago, there was a friend of a friend on Facebook who obviously confidential and privacy reasons I won't disclose and just, just honor honor her and respect her and her journey, there was a post that came up and I just felt this impulse to respond. And I'm going to share it because it feels timely with with this, the messaging from ISIS and the messaging just from Egypt and just like what I feel is part of why I'm here to help, you know, to help communicate to people like I truly do don't give a shit what you believe in. I really don't. I just want you to believe in something and walk in love, right? It's like, if you're coming from an unconditionally loving place and really not trying to project your beliefs onto other people, it's like, that's all I 
that's all I could really ask for, right? It, it's the the issue is that people are so attached to what they believe in and they think that it's right and everything else is wrong. And right, we go back into judgment and we go back into creating more separation. And I can see it so clearly, but you know, it's like, gosh, right? And this is why I always say like, anything can become a vice, right? Like anything can can truly become a vice, right? Because it's like when we believe and stand for something so much, you know, and but we want everyone else to believe in that exact very thing when that's not why we're here. We're here to be fully expressed. And like, I don't care what the name is of whatever the creator is for you. Like I said, the divine usually works for me. Um, you obviously heard my podcast episode about um, healing my relationship with Father God and and Jesus and the church and, and institutionalized religion. And so I didn't use the word God for a while. And now I'm starting to bring it back in as I'm like, yeah, because I'm healing. And you'll hear me talk about this in the episode. Um, you know, it's easier to point the finger it's easier to blame. It's easier to say, I don't like you because you're, you got the job or you didn't get the job or <laughs> you're voting for this party or that party or you're right or you're wrong or how dare you. You did this to me, right? It's easier to do that and put the blame outside of self and project our morality or, or concept of morality on to someone or something else than to look at ourselves. It's way easier to be like, oh yeah, I'm not that than to look at our own shit. Like, and this may trigger a lot of people, but we are at war with ourselves as a collective. And so until we stop being at war with ourselves and truly doing the work, which it is not easy. I get it, right? Until we do that, there will, we will always have war. And so the higher practice is like, which part of the unhealed aspects of myself are contributing to the wars that are happening on the planet, to the divisiveness happening on the planet, to the separation happening on the planet? There's a responsibility. Yes, right? Like I'm not Putin right now, right? Like I'm not saying, yes, I'm going to go to war with Ukraine, da-da-da-da-da-da, right? But there's an aspect of me that is a dictator, that is judgmental, that is authoritarian, that likes to control, that tries to control, whether it's myself or other people in order to feel safe or whatever defense mechanisms there are, right? And it's like the whole world is hurting And I truly believe that everything on this planet is either coming from a pure act of love or a cry out for love. That's it. And so, and it's because I've done the work. Like, I don't condone behavior, right? But I also don't judge behavior. I do my best not to, right? Because I know that there's parts of me and my consciousness that are contributing to it. There's parts within that I'm still not free. There's parts within that I still hide, that I still don't want to feel, right? But like I'm committed to 
choosing a new moment. I'm committed to, okay, the only way out is through. I'm committed to where do I still feel like hurt within? Where do I numb? Where do I avoid? Right? Like that's part of it. It's easier. It's just like going for the alcohol or going for the the chocolate cake or pointing the finger. It's all the same. It's like, yep, I'm going to go here so I don't have to feel. It's easier to say like, yep, mm-hmm, that political party did that. And what's also funny is I also get a lot of projections that I'm like not in the know of what's happening in the world because I don't watch mainstream media. But I read a lot. I research a lot. And I go to to reputable sources that are not the mainstream media, right? Because again, just like the healthcare system, quote unquote, healthcare, sick care system, just like the United States is a business. Hate to break it to you. Right. It's like all of those mainstream media stations are a business. So, again, like no judgment, but like that's not where I choose to get my information. And because I've done the work, I know what truth feels like and I don't need you to believe me. (laughs) I have my own internal compass. I know what it's like. Ooh, yeah, that feels off. Like, "Mm, nope, don't believe that. Okay, let's go on a rabbit hole hunt and see what like I can come up with and what I can find. And the reality is, is like, gosh, I love the Da Vinci Code series, which, by the way, was banned in so many countries. Wonder why? Because there's a quote in the I think it's it might be in Angels and Demons. I can't remember. Maybe it's in the first book, but we're at the end. The Pope says. Is it the Pope? I can't even remember. It doesn't matter. (laughs) The details don't matter. But he says, religion is flawed because man is flawed. Boom. Point blank. Like, yeah. And can I, like, I just don't have judgment around that. Like, we're flawed. You have, you know, it's like you read all of these religious texts and we have our own interpretations, yet we want to project our interpretations onto other human beings. Like, can I just have my own experience reading something from the Torah, for example, and and know like, okay, I feel this. I feel the love, right? And like that knowing with a capital K, like that knowing, that felt experience is going to translate into everything into how I move through life without needing anyone to believe me or without me needing to be like yeah 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 you got to read this page <laughs> you got to read this passage this is going to change your life right like that's not our place to stay to say and I believe right what's happening is it's like when we have these you know like we have what's happening in Iran going on right now I wasn't even gonna go here but you know here we go it's like when we have right it, it's first of all it's like the first woman-led revolution of our time, like, just want to say that. And, you know, it's like, this is, so man, right, like, humans are trying to be God, right? They're trying to say, you have to do this because this is what God says, and we are going to, like, it's like almost like extensions of God in that way. But that's not how this works because all of us are a fractal of the divine. All of us are a fractal of God and we are here to fully self-express. And so when we have these entities that are like, yes, 
if you do this, you are going to hell. If you do this, you are bad, right? That's where the issue is because there's a lot of control, right? There's a lot of um, projection. And this is why I spent a long time healing a lot of that shit because there's a lot of hurt there. And so this is where it's also like, we don't know what people have, like, we don't know what people have been through, what people are carrying ancestrally. We don't know what people have been through in childhood. So how am I to say, like, if something that you believe in works for you, then beautiful. Like, if it's helping you understand why you're here, your evolutionary experience, if it's helping you come home to yourself, if it's helping you open your heart, does it really matter? Because some people are really healing a lot of religious persecution, right? And other people maybe didn't have, like, they had a completely severed connection with God and coming back to a religious institution is helping them. Like, this is the power of like, yeah, we're all just walking each other home. And what if there's this one piece of someone, right? Because I used to have a lot of issues with people pushing like religious indoctrinations on me. And it's like, you know, they're doing the best that they can. Like, I know who I am and like, I'm just not triggered by it anymore, right? But the more that I can show up in my power in my knowing and my authenticity and my love, you know, like that's all that I can do to be of contribution. So I want to share this one post from this woman that, okay, here's what it is. Hopefully (laughs) you're tracking my random spiel. Can everyone please stop talking about the universe and how much it's helping you out or how you self-manifested all of this greatness when God should be getting all of the credit for your incredible gifts, talents, opportunities, etc. Imagine if you woke up tomorrow only with the things you thanked God, not the universe for today. What exactly would you have? Okay, rant over. So I just like read that and sent her love, right? And, you know, I sent her love and then I wrote this message back while breathing, like, when I read it, I wasn't triggered, but I was like, you know what? I want to respond. And this is where I'm at in my evolutionary journey, right? A message like that used to trigger me (laughs) and I would ignore it. And then once I healed and I did the work, then I would see it and I would just bless her and I wouldn't say anything. Now, because I'm continuing to do the work, I'm, I'm sharing, using my voice because there's the level of confidence in me That it's like, I don't like it may not resonate, but I've got to at least try and share. So what I responded was the universe, God, source, spirit, the divine are used interchangeably for much of humanity, which makes a lot of sense considering we are dynamic beings from all walks of life across the vast planet. Does it really matter what we call it? Quotation marks. What matters is that people feel it or at least that they're doing their best to find who God is for them. This is the type of projection that can cause more separation on the planet. As a human species, so many have severed connect, have a severed connection with God, and more compassion and open-mindedness is the medicine that will bring us closer together. This is more about an internal felt experience and knowing versus indoctrination. We're all just walking each other home. We change the world through our way of being, not through our opinion. 
I hope you receive this message of transparency and integrity with love. Blessings. And I got a lot of, um, it actually got the most like engagement than any other thread, you know, a little bit of a mixture, but um, a lot of likes and loves, all that on the post. And then her response was, thanks for sharing. There are some things that cross a line of being open-minded slash inclusive, whatever you call it, and and that are simply not accurate, such as things like this. We can certainly agree to disagree on this one. So I just like put a little I care, you know, response because and I and I might reach out to her and just, you know, say like, hey, let's have a conversation. I don't know. I don't feel I don't feel like it just doesn't feel aligned yet. Um, But I like I don't want to go back and forth. Right. Because we would go back and forth all day. But I at least am proud of myself, right, for like just sharing and just like loving her where she is and her loving me where I am, you know. And if you notice in the message, right, it's like it's simply not accurate. Like, right, there's this sense of like, oh, no, 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 I have the, right, like she's saying, I have the accurate story. I know exactly what happened, (laughs) you know, like in the Old Testament and New Testament and beyond. And everything else isn't accurate except my belief, right? Like that's my, um, that's what I gathered from the message. And this is my own interpretation, right? So that's it. It's like, I don't freaking know. I have no idea, right? Like when I was just spending my time in Egypt, it's like, oh my gosh, I can feel the sacredness, you know? And, and, and like, I can't wait to continue to do more sacred travel to feel it. But it's like, I really don't know, We have amazing resources and books. We have our own connections. But all I can do is be like, huh, wow, that feels really alive in my body. Like, "Mm, I'm going to go with that. And that's it. And knowing that I'm healing and knowing that I'm, yeah, that I'm like just doing my best to, to, to really like feel the compassion of the hurting of humanity and to and to, and to like, right, to stop being at war with myself, to like really be a part of the solution here. Um, so there's this other woman. Anyways, I got a lot of like, you know, people who didn't like what I said, and that's all fine. Um, <laughs> so I want to res- read this other response from somebody else where she said, if that's what you're indoctrinated into, and that's the story and defining principles of your chosen faith. I agree with Lindsay. All faith is beautiful. It raises the vibration of the planet and it's inclusive as opposed to separatist, which many of which many of us realize is inherently more progressive for mankind by nature. I happen to believe that all religions are beautiful, rooted in the same core beliefs. If you study universal theology, but different languages and shades of the interpretation, which begins to look separately and increasingly unique as people began to take their individual scriptures literally people will forever disagree to agree to disagree on this one but love is love and gratitude is gratitude and whatever your relationship with spirit god jesus allah ascended masters saints and ancestors it's real and in that and there's truth the beautiful thing about reality is there are so very many truths infinite perspective is kind of the point of the universe and then this woman's response the same woman who wrote the post was Although, and this is why I wanted to kind of share this, although everyone is entitled to their opinion, there is truth. And that also means that not all religions are true. 
They can't be since most contradict each other. And this is exactly why there is so much confusion in the world. Okay, so this is the part that I want you all to really feel. When we all think we can create truth for ourselves, we end up in chaos. I would just prefer people call it what it is. The universe is not God. And without God, the universe has no power. So, right, it's like, how can somebody tell me what feels true for me? What is true for me? And how does that create chaos? Right. So like, right, there's a belief system. There's an inherent belief system in this woman who, again, is a beautiful soul, has been through hardship and heartache, has a beautiful faith. Right. But like, can't hold that we all have our own experiences of what this universally loving intelligence is and And how could we not like 7 billion people in the world and we expect to like have the same name and like the same interpretations, right? And so it's that same piece of like, how do we know that the universe is not God? How do we know? How do we truly know, right? And again, like I use God and the universe interchangeably. So this is where, and I don't need other people to, to use those words interchangeably. That's why I really do my best to say like insert word here. Like it's it's like the feeling of it. And so gosh, you know, like this is it. Like this is these are the conversations. Like these are the dynamic conversations that I'm willing to have now that I didn't used to have and you know, like recognizing like hmm, there's a human part of me that like I don't like I don't feel triggered, but like Maybe because I just want a world where it's like, what do you mean I can't like, what do you mean like I can't have my truth? And how does my truth create chaos? To me, I believe it's like when we try to project our truth onto other people, that feels like chaos to me. But again, I don't know. All I know is that I'm just doing my best to have an understanding of like, you know, we're disconnected from the sacredness of life and who am I to say what somebody's journey is to connect to their sacredness? Like, how can I ever take that away from someone? Or how could I ever, you know, like try to project or expect somebody to have that same journey? Like we're such dynamic beings. We come from so many walks of life. It just, it makes no sense, you know? And like my journey is grew up Catholic, right? Like really, had loss. <laughs> Start, I, I mean, I went to Buddhism in order and like really was like, ooh, reincarnation. Okay. Hmm. This feels good. Like when my friend transitioned, it helped me grieve and it helped me feel closer to her. Like, oh my gosh, she's still here. Ah, like, oh my gosh, I'm coming back. Like, it made me like it it made me recognize my mortality in this body in this lifetime but also like oh yeah my i am eternal like it made me excited and it made me excited to to like really go down this path of 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 um you know like yeah i will never have the, these experiences again but like my work is not done when i leave this earth plane you know so it started with that like you know, do I have, I have a Buddha, like I have a, I I just have like all of these different ancient texts and different ascended master. Like I just, I go to who I feel called to go to. Like, 
And is and and I really, you know, it's like, are you really going to make me wrong for, you know, like, um, going who I feel to go to <laughs> on a spiritual level when I'm like in prayer? Like, if it's going to help me heal and love and be an extension of that love as I move through life, like, does it really matter? <sighs> I don't think it does, you know? And so I don't believe that's true, right? Like, I don't believe that when we all think we can create truth for ourselves, that it creates more chaos. I don't believe that at all. I think that's, it's the, the complete opposite. It's when we try to take somebody's truth away from them. I believe that creates chaos because that's what creates the divisiveness, you know? Oh my gosh, where's my sweatband? I wasn't prepared for that. So I would love to know your thoughts on this, you know? And like, also, you know, I'm literally doing my best over here. Like, I don't have it all figured out, not even close. But I'm just like, you know, maybe some some of what I share might help. And I just think about like, we have no idea, like I said, how people were raised. And so, of course, right? And so, you know, the the projections that happen of like, you need to do it this way. Like, if there's like, for example, a religious you know, any sort of like religious persecution or trauma in a childhood, you know, and it's like sometimes people may go to something a little bit more new agey or or go to another religion or like end up at a Buddhist meditation center or, you know, end up going to, you know, the Holy Land and like just figuring it out and then come maybe coming back to, you know, Christianity. I don't know. You know, it's like we all have our journey. And, um, you know, this is where it's like, I believe, you know, I'm a woman of faith and I have a crucifix that I made hanging in Catholic school. You'll see it in the YouTube video if you watch it. I hung that on my wall because it was like, wow, I made this um, <laughs> this crucifix out of clothespins when I was in like third grade. And I found it. I just randomly found it. And I'm like, I'm going to hang this up because I found it right after I did all this religious healing and and clearing. And it, it feels good to be like, wow, I banished this part of myself. Like, what what else am I banishing? And now I have, you know, like, I have Jesus as my homeboy, like whenever, whenever I feel like it. And maybe I do want to go to church one day. I'm not feeling called right now, but I don't have to, to feel my connection with him, you know? And, and, and so that's, that's the level of like knowing and trust. Like, I don't know. I just want to talk about this all day because it like hurts my heart, you know? Like, does it, does it matter? The universe, God, source, Shiva, (laughs) Kali, Kuan Yin, Isis, Mat, you know? Mother Mary, Grandmother Anna. I I just, it's like, does it matter? Does it matter? Does it matter? Does it matter? It doesn't matter to me. What matters is like helping people move along their path of like, you know, the act of love, (laughs) like like walking people across the line from the cry out for love to the act of love, right? It's like, that's, that's the simplified version for me. Oh my gosh. Woo! Wasn't prepared for that. Um, 
And, you know, again, like celebrating myself because these there is so much that I don't even share. Like if you knew what I journaled and journaled and journaled and journaled and like read and read and read and like the hours of meditation and prayer and all of it, there's just so much. But again, it's my experience. And I just really want to help people like, like, I don't know, I feel like humanity's hearts are hurting. And, and anyway, so getting back to like the messages from ISIS on wholeness, um, you know, this is it. It's like surrendering into that, you know, it's like we got to surrender into it and, and have the faith before we feel it. And then we start to feel that divine support. And then it's like, oh, hell yeah, there's no turning back. Right. And then it's like we we merge with like all facets of our Christed self, which is like the flawed and like the otherworldly aspects of ourselves that then allows life to just be so beautiful. And let me just say that does not mean that I don't cry. I think I cry more than I ever have, but it's because I feel things and it moves. And then I'm like on to feeling ecstatic again. Sometimes my cries are ecstatic, right? So that's it is it's like, I truly am so excited to be alive during this time. And I know that that's not the case for most people. If you just like people watch and you look at people, you can feel their sadness. You can feel their disconnection. And I will say that is one thing when I went to Egypt, the amount of like connection and the sacredness and the intimacy with people and spirituality, I just, I felt so safe. I felt so loved. Like people would look at me in my eyes. People weren't just like walking around on their cell phones, freaking half asleep. It was just alive. It was alive, you know, and I'm like, gosh, I want this for the American people. I want this for the whole world. Oh, my word. So, you know, I'm just failing forward. I have I am I'm far from having it all figured out. But like. I just, you know, I want to do my thing and I want to help people. But, you know, if it doesn't resonate with you, you know, that's cool. It, it's not for everyone. <laughs> not everyone's meant to receive this. And I trust that. And I would rather, you know, like. I would rather know that I am using my voice and speaking up and, and living my authentic nature. I'd rather like make mistakes and potentially get it wrong and ruffle some feathers and right create disruption because who knows, like my response to this woman and on Facebook, you know, this could have her wheels turning. This could be like the start of her being like, wait a second, maybe there is. I don't know. Something does kind of feel a little like a line. Ooh, maybe, mm, I don't know. This hurt. Ooh, what's underneath that? Like why? She may feel triggered. She may feel like, ooh, something landed. I don't know. Maybe it's unconscious or subconscious. Maybe it won't be till years later where she's like, wow, this makes sense now. I don't know. But I, I like I want to move through life knowing that I was a part of the solution and doing my best to create a planet that I want to raise my future babies in and in future generations, like I just am holding that for all of us. And I do. I believe that this is how we heal truly and transform and, you know, come closer to oneness. And I just also think it's really funny that, you know, people, it's like 
I don't know. I love books like The Fourth Turning. I don't know if you've read that book. I just love reading books about history. I just love all this stuff. But it's like people, you know, want to pretend like the world hasn't been cray cray (laughs) for a long time. You know, it's like all of a sudden people think the divisiveness is new and the war is new and the control is new and like the uh, um, lack of truth telling Forrest Gump's one of my favorites. Like there's so many movies too, by the way, there's so much out there. Um, that there's so much fiction that tells the truth, by the way, you just got to know where to look for it. (laughs) Maybe I'll write a blog on it. So, oh my gosh, I just like, mm, this has been on my heart. Like, I just feel like I, I word vomited, just spread the love, spread the love, spread the love. Um, yeah. And election day is the day after this is launched, right? So yeah, in the US, there's lots happening. No accident that this eclipse is happening on election day in the United States. Um, but yeah, like I said, take what you need and leave the rest. And um, I really hope this message supports you. And again, I talk about the universe a lot, like breadcrumbs from God source, the universe. There was a lot of synchronicities that I share in this upcoming episode that you're about to listen to and it's only scratching the surface if you all knew the amount of like mystical things that happen to me on a daily basis (laughs) I'm going to start sharing more about that too I need a gallon of water after that anyways I love you like I said take what you need and leave the rest and guess what like you don't have to agree with me and um you don't have to keep listening. You could be like, oh, I just decided Lindsay's not for me, right? Like, I'm here for the people who stay. And that feels really, really good. And I hope you're one of them. Mwah. Have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful week. I'll start this off, this little mini training off with a story. And I've been patiently waiting for when I get to share this transmission with you. But for many of you who know, one of my initiations was in college when my best friend transitioned, my best friend, Nikki, when I was 21 years old. And that opened me up. It opened me up to a world of questioning everything and dissolving and dismantling everything I knew about my beliefs in what it means to be a human, where we go when we leave this earth plane, why people leave this earth plane potentially too soon, why there's hurt in the world, why there's suffering in the world. And through this quest, I began to attune to what felt like truth in my body in the form of my beliefs And what this did is it allowed me to feel better. I simply was in a place of grieving and re-attuning myself to, does this feel like truth? What feels like truth in my body? Questioning everything allowed me to feel better. Then I was in my 20s, went back to college life and school and got my first job. And what I noticed is I was out of alignment, out of alignment. Like I was falling further from my wholeness, falling further from my, my true essence, from my authentic self and had another cosmic two by four, which led me into 
reclaiming my health journey, my vitality, my aliveness, leaving corporate, (laughs) um, starting my own business, right? It's been initiation after initiation. And in December of 2021, uh, Nikki's mother, Joy, also transitioned from cancer after a long battle with cancer. And when I was with her in December at her home in North Carolina, I was helping her make a scrapbook for her son. And I opened up this photo chest in front of her bed to grab these photos. And this fell out. This fell out. And I open it up. And here is what it is. And I had no idea what it meant. All I knew is I'm like, oh, Egypt. Okay, I'm supposed to be going to Egypt this year. In full disclosure, I had verbally committed. Actually, I I verbally and started putting down payments down and installments down to go to Egypt in April. And I'm sorry. Yeah, to go to Egypt in, in April. In November, I had, in October, I had decided to go. In November, I started making the installments. And by December, I was in a lot of fear. I did not want to go anymore. I was just a mess, not wanting to go, resisting all of the things. And then this fell out. And it was this in this moment that I knew that I was meant to go. I just had this impulse and this urge. And I asked Joy, I said, where did you get this from? And she said, from a colleague who made it for me many, many years ago. She's like, I have no idea what it means. I have no idea why it's in here. And I shit you not, this fell to my feet. Like it just it like flew out of the chest and plopped on at my feet. So I asked her if I could have it. She said, of course, I felt called to bring it on my journey to Egypt with me. And this is made from papyrus, from the papyrus plant. We went to an authentic papyrus shop and I had no desire to buy anything. I was like, no, I don't really feel called to buy any artwork or anything. And I immediately... I immediately had this rush come over me of like, take out. I forgot I had it with me. It was in my journal as a bookmark, take this out and show it to Noha, which was this beautiful soul, the beautiful Egyptologist that was helping us while we were in Egypt to really be able to ground the information and understand the messaging (laughs) from this sacred land. And when I showed it to her, she started to explain what it meant. I had no idea that these are literal depictions of hieroglyphics that are shown in the temples. She said she had never seen this one before. And then about 20 minutes later, she pulled me aside and said, Lindsay, I found, I found the the image. I found it here on the wall, but, but you don't have the full picture. You only have half of the picture. So I'm sitting here like, all right, well, I've got to see it. So as you can see, the graphic that I had was this half. And so I knew in that moment that I needed to buy this, that there were more messages here for me. And in the moment, I asked Noha what the full depiction meant and who who was represented here. And since I've come back and I've integrated, she's provided more clarity for me. And what's so fascinating is... I was in meditation today and I was connecting with Isis and I got all these messages around because I've been really feeling a lot of disconnection. I've been feeling 
like almost a lack of clarity. Like I have clarity, I have vision, but the mechanism and the logistics, and there's just a lot of feeling like I'm running out of time, feeling like I don't know how to call in the proper support, feeling like I know what I'm supposed to do, but I don't know how to get there. And there's just been a lot of moving parts and things that are falling apart and things that aren't working anymore that used to work and vice versa, things that are now working that I didn't necessarily have in my peripheral. And it's been very confusing. And the messages that I received from ISIS today are, this is what you're missing. This is what you're missing in this moment. The key is to surrender, which was the first key code. Like simply, can you just surrender into trusting that the divine has your back, trusting that you have this multidimensional family, you have in this moment, all of us have this ability to connect with the divine in any moment. Can we first surrender and just allow ourselves to be held and trust that we are supported? Then when you're in that surrendered, trusting place and feeling held by the divine, then my husband's saying it stinks because I'm burning sage. <laughs> Bless his heart. He'll never get used to that, I don't think. So when we surrender and we're fully in trust that we are held by the divine, then we can meet our wholeness, which is where our human self meets our holy self, where our human self, our earthly self meets our divine self. And this is the key is that all of this support, all of these supports are simply energies are simply templates and archetypes that are a, are here to show us our divinity, our power, right? Like all of these archetypes, like ISIS, is showing me the places within me that are also that, that reside within that divinity. And so once we surrender and trust that we're held, then we can mold and synthesize and alchemize our earthly self and our multidimensional self, however you want to say it, right? The bridge between heaven and earth. That's what we're synthesizing here in our wholeness. So our humanness, our shadow, right? All of aspects of self, all aspects of the diamond, including the facets of the diamond that are otherworldly, that are godly, that are the Christed beings, that are crystalline consciousness. And once we're in that place, that is when truth aligns. That's when we're in alignment. That's when everything is in cosmic order. So the reason why I'm showing this to you now. So those were the messages that I received and I'm sitting here like, oh my goodness, this is it. Like I needed to find the half of that picture. I only had the half of the picture. I went to Egypt, right? I had these profound experiences. I'm still synthesizing and integrating and it's the integration is still happening. So here, this is Nefertari, Queen Nefertari, the only queen, the only non-goddess who had a temple built after her. Nefertari represents us. The women of the awakened woman collective, our human self, right? The queen self. This is Nefertari holding hands with Isis. And how we know it's Isis is her, is her cartouche here. So Isis is holding her hand 
is linking arms with her, is supporting her. And Nefertari, right, is holding her hand, right? Nefertari is surrendering and trusting in the divine support. They are shoulder to shoulder. They are linking arms. There is no hierarchy. So Isis is holding a staff. Her dress is made of stars, right? Showing like the cosmos, that connection with the cosmos. She's wearing the sun disc here and the horns as well. So Isis in this moment is showing Nefertari how to heal. So this is Nefertari surrendering into trusting the divine and linking arms for healing, for prosperity, for abundance, for vitality, for power, for that innate wisdom and power. So this is the first step. Now I want to show you over here. This is also Nefertari. Once she has surrendered and trusted that that unconditionally loving support, we'll call it ISIS, but again, it doesn't matter whatever that universal intelligence is for you, whoever that template or archetype is, once we've linked arms in this way with the divine, we become one with the divine. So you can see this is actually Nefertari over here, but what is she doing? She's sitting on a throne. Now her dress is made of the cosmos. She's carrying the Ankh, the key of life. She's also holding a staff. She's also wearing the sun disc and horns. So this is it. And this is what I received in meditation today, right? Surrender and trust. What was happening this whole week is I was moving into my old patterns of of simply just humanness. And I was forgetting about my divine self. And so what that was doing is it was pulling me further away from trust. It was pulling me further, further away from clarity. It was making things a lot more difficult and challenging than they needed to be. And so that's what Isis showed me in meditation. And then all of a sudden the light bulbs went off. This is what this image represents. So Nefertari is me. She is you. She is me. She is the queen who is then holding hands and linking arms with goddess Isis. Again, whatever archetypal energy works for you in the form of feeling your divinity and your empower, your power and your connection with universal love. Then this is the alchemy the synthesis. This is where we become one with the divine. We become one with our holy self. We are human and we are extraordinary. We are ordinary and we're extraordinary. We are the shadow and we are the light. We are the student and we are the teacher. And once we are in this place of truly basking in all facets of self in our pure crystalline consciousness while we still have our human moments, right? We get to be a human and we get to believe in our ability to create miracles. And this is Mott, who is really the goddess of truth and cosmic order. So now Nefertari, again, is at one with her wholeness and her divine self. And she is in front of beautiful goddess Mott. And this is where 
attunement lives. This is where our truth lives. This is where our authenticity lives. This is where everything that's written in the stars becomes easier to follow our destiny, to follow our path. This is where, right? Like none of the conditioning lives and none of the personality lives. This is where all of us lives in our truth. And so why this feels so important to share is it's no accident that two weeks before beautiful joy transition and left this earth, I had half the picture. And what was I missing? I was missing the half that had me surrendering and trusting and me linking arms with the divine, right? There's a part of us that thinks that these energies are outside of us or better than us or higher than us, but simply it's just like anything else. These energies are here to support us in our remembrance. These energies are here to show us the parts of ourselves that live within. Just like the shadow, just like the light, right? We are literally all of it. We are the bum on the street, the homeless man on the street. We are the student. We are the teacher. We are the person bagging our groceries. We are the, you know, poor families that are experiencing loss in Texas. We are the shooter. We are the Putins of the world. We are the Bin Ladens of the world. We are the Saddam Husseins of the world. We are the godlike energy. We are the Christed beings. We are the crystalline beings. We are literally all of it. And so the ticket is, it is not our place to judge anyone. It is not our place to put anyone, including ourselves on a pedestal. It's our place to just bask in wholeness in all facets of the diamond and to trust in our support. And even if it starts off as a whisper and what happens is, is once we start to trust in the whispers of our support from our guidance, and there's so much support, there's so many dimensions. There's a lot of support, a lot of it, a lot, a lot, a lot. So what happens is, is once we start to tune the dial of our frequency, right? As once we start to raise our vibration, it becomes easier to feel, to feel the sensations, to hear the messages, to understand what's really at play here. And awakening is really just an understanding of our spiritual evolution. It's a deeper understanding of why we're here. And what's causing more separation and what's causing more divisiveness and what's causing us to be at war is because we're at war with ourselves. It's because we look outside of ourselves for the answers. It's because we think all of this support and all of these energies live outside of us. It's because we think that we are not that. It's because we still believe in right and wrong and good or bad or how dare they. I can't believe they did that to me. I can't believe they did this to this person. How uneducated they're voting for this person. They're voting for that party. They're vaccinating. They're not vaccinating. This is why there's so much separation. Because we constantly want to have the answers be outside of ourselves. We constantly want to look outside of ourselves for the answers. We constantly want to blame because it's easier 
it's easier to say, I am not that. It's easier to say this person did this to me than to look at ourselves and how looking at ourselves becomes easier and gentler and simpler is when we can trust in our divine support. So I really hope that this supports you. This is the key, in my opinion, to healing the suffering of the world is finally embracing our wholeness. I am the woman who sometimes doesn't want to get out of bed, who sometimes has fear, who sometimes goes through little mild bouts of depression, feeling unworthy and feeling like I'm not good enough and feeling fear of being my authentic self. And I'm also a fractal of Isis, a fractal of Mon, a fractal of Queen Nefertari. I am all of it. As are you. And the more that we can be in relationship with that, the easier it becomes to just be the observer of our emotions and to not be reliving the past or worried about the future or wishing we would have done something differently or said something differently. The power is in the present. The power is in the new moment. We can absolutely heal present, past, and future generations simply by understanding this concept. And if you're not fully understanding all of this, the invitation is just to breathe in and knowing that these transmissions are coming to you permeating your being on a cellular level and that the messages that you got to receive were absolutely received. It's already happening inside of you. Would love to know how this is landing. And I think the last piece that I want to leave you with is that when we start to surrender and trust and link arms with the divine We then become the divine in our human form. And this is where everything begins to fall into cosmic order. Should I share this or should I not share this? Hold off, I'm sharing that. Okay, I'm feeling, I'm going to wait on the next message. I'm going to create a new video because it, gets to be a longer message. So I just want to leave you with this piece. There is no hierarchy. Surrender trust. Listen to the divine whispers of your soul and your multidimensional support so that you can then become whole, walk in wholeness. Then everything falls into order. And the last piece, (laughs) it's funny, I keep going back and forth. I'm going to, I'm going to do another video on this, but I want you, you know, some of you are coming in after the fact and watching this start from the beginning. I invite you to start from the beginning and look at the transition of the breadcrumbs from the universe and the breadcrumbs from my support in guiding me and showing me that I was meant to go to Egypt. I was meant to have the full, the full picture here for this moment, for me to get this clarity, to unlock exactly what I needed to unlock so that I could share it with you so that you could then be it and share it and self-express it. And this is how 
life becomes so fun and joyful. The amount of miracles that happen and winks. I literally get winks from the universe all the time through license plates, through people coming into my field, through messages and meditation and prayer, like literally messages all the time, miracles all the time. I love being alive. I'm so excited to wake up and to see what am I going to receive today? Like what gift am I going to receive from somebody or something or from some being? And that to me is everything because I have a zest for life again. Like I said, yes, I have my moments where I'm like, oh, right. Like I'm going through the dissolving of the old patterns, but I welcome it because I know now what's on the other side. And I'm so this like ecstatic bliss and this feeling of just being so excited to connect deeply with myself and other beings and other people is inexplainable. And this is my wish for the world for us to stop numbing and to feel our feelings so that we can go deep so that we can rise up. And to me, this is the key, right? It's the surrender and trust comes from the inner exploration so that we can then meet and ascend and meet the divine so that we can then integrate it back into our whole being. That's it. That's literally it. It's that simple. So I love you. Thank you for listening. If this doesn't resonate, that's okay. But I have a feeling I know what many of you are experiencing right now. And I truly believe that this will support you in connecting. Connecting to your psychic abilities, connecting to your intuition, discovering who your guides are, being able to listen to the gentle whispers of your soul that then become louder and louder and louder, feeling better in your body, having that be able to permeate in all of your relationships, to feel alive again, to truly feel alive. This is the key. We got to go in order to come up. So I love you. I shared this today in, um, in my group program. You sisters know who you are and it felt, I felt called to share it with the rest of you. Have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for your presence and contribution in tuning in today. If you found value from this episode, I invite you to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You can tag me at Lindsay Martin Ellis. I always love hearing from you. So I invite you to send me a love note via direct message and share your experience and ahas. Also, I have a beautiful free offering for you if you have not already taken advantage of my free quiz to discover your unique soul's blueprint so that you can activate your feminine frequency and embody more of you. You can find the link below in the show notes. And lastly, I invite you to leave a rating and review if any of my content in these podcast episodes resonates. This is the best and most effective way to support this podcast and reaching more people awakening around the globe. You can simply leave a quick review to share what you love most about my teachings and how this has impacted your life. Thanks again so much for being here. 
from the bottom of my heart. And we'll see you next week for another episode of Soulshine Radio. Sending so many love and blessings. Bye.